So you need two guys known for their comedic talent. Uh, I think you should try again. This is Firewalker on Stinker Madness. It's a firewalker. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a wild ride. <laughs> it is not a what? <laughs> what a fun comedic adventure through uh, ancient history and mysteries and suspense and <laughs> danger and thrills and chills and my God, how did Steven Spielberg not direct this? The guy who directed this at one point in his career is nominated for an Academy Award, That's, a yeah. BAFTA, yeah. and the Palme d'Or. Yeah. Yeah. Did he just get drunk for the last <laughs> 10 years? It was because the direction is horrible. It's awful. The editing is great. <laughs> it's like, well, we have no way to end this scene. So cut. cut. We're going to the next place. Uh, yeah, we're over here now. Like, you don't need to know how we actually got out of this. Video. They have video game fast travel. Indeed, they really do. Ah, man, it's and I truthfully have no fucking idea what happened. (laughs) Like, I've got some questions. It seems sort of really simple, cut and dry. Like it's just a treasure map adventure thing. But all of these surrounding pieces are just like I don't get it. (laughs) What at all? I mean, there's. Just too many like motivations for characters that don't go anywhere. Whereas in like any of the Indiana Jones movies, they're all going to try. Everybody's trying to get the same exact thing. Yeah, that's what's there. It's a race always to like who can get to the treasure first. That is not the case with Firewalker. <laughs> no, the only people that seem to be even where the treasure are these three idiots <laughs> and a guy who's. Maybe not a guy. I don't think he's even aware of the treasure, Sam. That's what I'm saying. The, you're oh. talking about El Coyote? El Coyote. I yeah. don't think that he knows about the treasure. I think, I think he he's trying to get it. power. Because he even says, thank you for bringing her to me and the knife. Now I'm going to go cut her up in the cave so I can have yeah, Firewalker power. The power. He's not interested in the treasure one bit. No. This is just treasure that's in some Indian temple's basement that has been forgotten about, except for by these three guys. You know, he's getting his stipend from the casino. He's doing okay. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. That's so offensive, Jackie. No, it's not. Not as offensive as this movie. I've never won once in an Indian casino. This is offensive to native indigenous peoples of areas around the world is anything because there's Lewis Gossett Jr. There's three idiots Uh and then there's indigenous peoples and some Mexicans. I'm lumping them in like military guys. You can't say that's true. That's true. But it's like the native American uh, of North America and then the South American. They're all the same. Mm hmm. The Aztecs, every place, Pueblos, yep. whatever. It's all the same shit. Indians, according Indians. to this yeah. movie, right? Uh, and uh, they really throw the the military of Mexico. Whether they're whether they're actual military guys or like like guerrillas or whatever, like you know, you you never know who's who in these in these movies that take place in in South Central America. Like yeah. if they're militants or dictator guys or whatever but 
So, uh, they're pretty rapey. They are bad guys. They're bad guys. I was actually, that's one of the only things I'm clear on is, except for that I don't remember the name of it. The country is San Pedro, San Luigi. San Miguel. It's not San Miguel. Yeah. San Fermamambo. San Fermamambo. <laughs> from- <laughs> I love that place. Yeah. It's, it's where all the cruise ships stop, San Fermamambo. It's a good port there. <laughs> you get some uh, nice silver jewelry there. I was thinking about vacation against San Fernando tomorrow, <laughs> next week. Uh, wherever this fucking place is, the uh-huh. one thing that I could figure out is that the uniform militaries are regulars, and that the who we'll talk about later, John Reese Davies' character is the resistance to them. So those uh, are the guerrillas, okay. and the rest of them are the actual well, endorsed military. Both are rapey. Yes. There is no side that is not rapey in the Central America bullshit revolution. Both sides are equally rapey. Yeah, that's. Yes. I actually have that as a note. It was like advertising, Mexico, come get raped. And may, you might enjoy it. Because there's a sense of like, like she seems almost, she's very forgiving about the horde of men, 60 men that almost put sperm into her body. <laughs> And on her body, let's face it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Made a real mess of her, and she instantly forgives them and starts having one of those fun nightlife, like, oh, I'm dancing with the with the fun cultural people of Central America, yeah. and everything is good now, and it's so romantic and wonderful here. You almost got trained by 60 guys. Yeah. It's as if the script was written. So, like, the I don't remember if it was Siskel and Ebert. One of the two of them, when either of them was still alive, said something about, like, this movie was based upon the gross returns from Romancing the Stone, that they saw those grosses, and they were uh-huh. like, go make a adventure movie real right. quick. A guy wrote it in, like, a day, and then they got it back, and they're like, okay, you need to put these scenes into it now. Because, like, the da- her dancing in yeah. the rain is basically the Volkswagen... Absolutely. As much as it was stolen, is stealing from Indiana Jones, it actually steals from Romancing the Stone I, more than any other movie. Absolutely. I totally feel that. I mean, her enjoying herself with the, the natives. Dancing in the Rain was is, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, they absolutely. They just stole, like, you need to put this scene in now, uh-huh. too, because this is, you know, the whole movie is in her Dancing in the Rain. Even though, I mean, they're going to plug her up so much that they're going to put new holes in her oh, just really? so they can put her there. <laughs> really more can't in can't let go of this gang rape, can you? <laughs> I'm trying to move past it. <laughs> I'm trying to get out of there. You okay, keep dragging right. us back right, in right, right. To, to gang rape village. <laughs> Sounds like a place Justin's like, yeah, I'm totally going to find this it's, place. It's right next to San Marno. It is in the middle of San Perno. <laughs> Come to gang rape village. Gang rape village. They've got signs on yeah, the side exactly. of the road. Six more miles to Gangray Village. Do we want to turn around? Uh, no, let's just keep going to check it out. I mean, it can't be that rapey. It's really, it says no gas for 200 miles afterwards, so we got to stop. Oh, and then Chuck. Let's talk about Chuck here. This I think is Chuck's third time on Scaramanis. <laughs> first thing I want to mention about this, this Norris is that in any incarnation of Norris and film, his hair sucks. Mm-hmm. This, however, I think is the worst. It's Very longer bad. than usual, uh-huh. so it's mm-hmm. like I wrote down <laughs> early on what I've decided to call it. This is the crimson poof. 
Ooh, okay. Right. Oh, that's what I was thinking too. Very yeah. poofy. Because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't ever get, it's too long to just be, I don't, I, it's too long to just be a normal haircut, but it's not long enough to be a mullet and it's heavily feathered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all it is is just a poof. And his mustache is, he's got the tall mustache. Yeah. Like each hair on his mustache is like an inch and a half long. Like how do you, when you have a mustache that tall, your upper lip must like, Trop or something because his face looks all stupid he <laughs> looks like he's got a stupid face because his mustache is too fucking big and it's not hanging under his lip it's what his mustache is so thick that he's got it trimmed right above his lip uh-huh. line and it's still like three inches of mustache it's huge it's a giant mustache he's i liked it oh really yeah i thought it looked pretty good huh thought it added to his macho-ness um, I think Chuck Norris is possibly maybe the second least handsome person on the planet, right after Tommy Lee Jones. I think he might have been the second least handsome person in this movie. That's true. Oh, Louis Gossett on. Jr. is not an attractive man. He is really not. Come on. Chuck Norris was the most attractive guy in this movie. Yeah, well, and uh. you know he's not he's not the room guy bad. Uh, yeah, he's not Tommy. He's not Tommy. But yeah, he, he doesn't have a weird body. I, that I'm man, like, what I, is that? And then I'm like, oh, it's face. a sex scene. His face sucks, Jackie. No, it, it sucks doesn't. So b- he is not handsome. He's okay. <laughs> he's the average guy that you take home at two o'clock in the morning when you're like, fuck, it's really thinning out in here, and you're like, okay, fine, done. That, that's one you chew your arm off of uh, that's a coyote that's what we call him you wake up and huh. you have to chew your arm off to get, I don't get think away anybody from has to chew their arm off with Nora. i think he just disappears yeah well, yeah I he feel. seems like the kind of guy that would bang you and then wait for you to start snoring and then he'd be out well okay how about charm how about charm jackie thinks he's apparently gorgeous i i think he's hideous sam you uh, how, how's the charm level the charm level that mm-hmm. is self-described in the movie uh-huh. i would give it on a on a scale of one to ten i think that chuck norris is about 1.2 charming. 1.2 charming. <laughs> I can go with that. Okay. I was going to be gracious and say a four. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's... What did you see in this guy? <laughs> he stinks. He can almost do the air splits. That does not make him charming. <laughs> yeah. The karate, yeah. Top notch. The, the karate is uh, a nine, obviously. Yeah, but the charming is he can't deliver a joke. He, he looks like it hurts when he smiles. Uh-huh. Like He's smiling pain. actually hurts him. Uh, <laughs> ah. I liked it. <laughs> I, I thought it added to the movie. <laughs> Apparently, Jackie knows what a real man is. <laughs> <laughs> you two little fuckers don't know anything. This does not say good things about me. Well, no, I, I know full well that I would not be able to compete with Chuck Norris against Chuck Norris for the ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he'd be like, let's get in a kicking contest. What? And you would immediately fall down. I, huh? To this day, it like I'm sure he's happily, he's probably not happily. I don't know. Who, who knows if he's Tom Catton around or what, right? But like, light up 50 women, and they get to silent ballot between a 70-year-old Norris and me? I think it's a landslide in Norris's. I don't think you're throwing yourself under the bus here. He stinks oh he stinks yes but he's chuck norris so they would know that i know a lot of people that would like to see chuck norris be burned alive uh, so i don't know man those huh. people are dicks uh <laughs> he's he's a he's an asshole jackie he is a real son of a bitch chuck norris i don't care i don't like chuck norris as a person either but i don't know anything about chuck norris uh, as a person he thinks that uh homosexuals should be lit on fire as well wow what a piece like, of shit and he's he lobbies against them yeah. So oh. he's a he's a dickhead. Maybe he's we should just dickhead. start boycotting Chuck Norris. No, now. we I fuck you can't no. 
We're going to watch his movies because he is playing characters. Who cares what he does in his personal life? You still be like, oh, fuck Chuck Norris, but you still watch his movies. You yeah. just don't give him any money. Fuck him. Yeah, no, I just don't listen to his political affiliations. Yeah. Dude, we don't have yeah, to. Yeah, because like, like, not everybody has to agree with each other on planet Earth, Jackie. You can yeah, have diversity. Yeah. Well, anyway, you just, he's a nice, likable guy in his movies. You Let's just, just uh, get a podcast and call him a dickhead on it. So, okay, wait, we got to go back to this. He's okay. a nice, likable guy in his movies. Uh-huh. We've done, this is the third, third one. one. Correct. So, <laughs> we have, in terms of likable guys mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. which I guess in this one he's fairly likable because he has a friend. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in Invasion USA, if you know him, you die. He's uh, friends with an armadillo. He's that's, friends that's about as cool as with he an gets. armadillo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, he seems to be fairly unreasonable. And then in Delta Force, he's a man who eats cream corn and Budweiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fairly likable guy. And beats the shit out of a man past the point where you should beat the shit out of a man. Like yeah. He beats Robert Forrester up too much. Like there is, He is a psychopath. Well, he doesn't Force. just beat him. He blows him up afterwards. Yeah, he explodes him as well. He beats him within an inch of his life and then allows him to watch. He allows the adversary to watch Chuck Norris blow him up. Like, I'm going to beat you until you can only barely see so that you can see me blow you up. Mm-hmm. That is fucked up shit right that's there. That's fucked up shit, man. That's some, that's some Vietnam shit right there. Like, whoa, bad stuff, guys. Bad stuff. <laughs> I'd do it. Whoa. All right. She can't be uh, dissuaded that Chuck Norris's characters aren't really that cool. Okay, let's not talk about the other ones. Let's talk about this guy. Okay. All right. This what character is... was likable. How? He he tried to make some jokes. It, it aren't he had, good. He had a friend. He, he does had have a friend. a friend who also sucks. <laughs> he, he acknowledged that he wasn't good with a gun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. That's fine. I don't know. I thought he was personable. I liked him. Mm. He tries hard. I'll give him yeah. that. Uh, I would like if this person, when it comes to good neighbor, bad neighbor, no, not even, not even a chance, Jackie. I, I don't think he has a home. Well, he doesn't have a home, but uh, get, get thee away from me, you guy. What I is don't his like name him. in this movie? The other guy's Leo. Max. Max, Max and Leo. Leo yeah. Ugh. And Patricia. Let's talk about Patricia. Uh, Melanie Anderson. Melanie Anderson from Flash Gordon. Yes. Uh, I like her with the blonde hair. I think yeah. she looks good. Um, yes. She reminds me visually a lot of the lady that was in uh, the X-Files and the Walking Dead. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Julian Moore? Yes. Julian Moore. Uh, <laughs> from the X-Files. Agent Bilbo <laughs> <laughs> from the X-Files. Julian Moore, of course. Actually, I believe, And zombie I believe, number 62 from she, The Walking Dead. She was actually Agent Bilbo in Lord of the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than your no-name in it. <laughs> At least I threw something out there so that way somebody uh, can call me an idiot it's later. It's like Laura, Laura Stevens or something like that. Uh. Uh, All right. The Blondie, uh, Maria Villalobos from the, the, the UN. You know who I'm talking about? The UN lady? No. no. We don't know who you're talking about. The UN lady. Yeah, Mulder's contact at the uh, United Nations. Like, she's not supposed to be helping it's them. It's been 10 years since I watched yeah. every episode of that show. Yeah, and they kind of, like, were giving the googly eyes at each other a little bit. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. No. She's sort of every lady from 70s television to me. Yeah. And one of the reasons yeah. is is that she's in a lot of 70s television shows. Yeah. She's in, she's in like, an episode of everything. Uh, she's uh, strange in this film. 
her character is different. Yes. Um, the way she speaks and, and the way she declares statements are, you could have said that, but you could have just said, we'll get into some of those things later. But she makes these like vague statements about things. It's like, no, just say what it is. Why are you being so weird? And like, I think it's everybody. I think that there's parts of the script where they just added some sentences in. Mm-hmm. Like, we need some sentences here. Okay. Put some sentences in here. Yeah. And yeah. then they did. And those sentences are very strange and they don't make sense and they don't work towards the story mm-hmm. in any way. Mm-hmm. What's her job? She's, She's the legal secretary. Yes. Is she 100% or was that just a, an excuse that she gave that was, hey, don't rape me? I'm just a legal secretary. I believe her. Okay. I think that's true. So, how did she get her hands on this goddamn treasure map? She has visions. She goes yard sailing on the weekends, and she bought an old trunk, and it was in the top. That's a, my theory. A snake probably put it in her nightstand. How? Yeah, because- okay. um, Snake patrol. Snake yeah. patrol, and El Coyote was like, that's the one we're going to sacrifice. All right, snake number one, start the snake train, <laughs> and get this over to legal secretary Blondie, Patricia, put it in her nightstand. Man, you know, unless you've seen this movie, none of that makes sense. None of that makes any sense, <laughs> but like to think about- Sending something via carrier pigeon would take a while. Could you imagine if you were like using snakes as a courier service? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would yeah. be like 10 years before anybody would get anything. SPS? No. No. <laughs> snake. The snake postal service. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got it. <laughs> Say hi to your friendly snake. <laughs> ah! They lost They're another- in my mailbox! We lost another one today, Jim. <laughs> We're going to need a replacement for Harry. All our snakes are getting ran over by actual mailmen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, she's she's fun. I, I, I think she was my favorite part of this movie as far as the cast. Uh, then we got Louis Gossett Jr., who is not a quality actor. That's what I would <laughs> describe him Academy as. Academy Award winning Louis what Gossett Jr. What did he win Jr.? an Academy Award for? Best Supporting Actor and an Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, yeah, you said that on the... Yeah. God, that is just so mind-blowing. An Officer and a Gentleman, I don't like that movie at all. I, I think it sucks. It, but just the fa- he sucks at acting. I like, thought he was... I thought he was funny. Oh? Because I was going to say, my thing with him in this is that Louis Gossett Jr., not as funny as Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. Really? Honestly. Well, yeah, he wasn't as funny as Chuck Norris, <laughs> but I thought, thought I kind of thought Chuck Norris was pretty awesome. And he fucked up like four lines. Like he didn't deliver four lines properly. And then he's got uh, Mr. Edmouth. You ever notice whenever he smiles? His, he's got a lot of gums. His gums are as tall as Chuck Norris's mustache. Yes. It's out of control. He's got crazy gums. Crazy gums. <laughs> um, yeah. Those are the three. Yeah. That's who's in this movie. Uh-huh. Star-studded cast. Uh, yeah. I just don't have very much to say about Louis Gossett Jr. No, there's not I mean, a lot to say. you could have put anybody in this role, and it would have been not very good. I'm sure. It was just sidekick. Mm-hmm. Which is a little offensive. Mm-hmm. Well, he is an Academy Award winner. He shouldn't have had to do that. <laughs> he shouldn't have been able to. Be he should have had. He should have been in better movies. Like, yeah, that's true. Like Aces, Iron Eagle Three. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good one. Uh, let's dive into this piece of shit. It starts out with a fun desert jeep chase through a multi-ethnic desert. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He's being chased by Native Americans, Mexicans, uh-huh. and Arabs, and with maybe like a little bit of uh, Indonesian guys yeah. mixed in there too. Some Indonesian guys, maybe and- some gummies. Some gummy bears. What? Guam, guamies. Oh, yeah. I, I, so offensive. I, it's it's obscure. Yeah, yeah I've never yeah. even heard of that. 
Uh, and I'm an uh, offensive person. Yeah. I worked with a, with a couple gummies. They were really nice people. Oh, they called each yeah. other gummy, so I figured I can call them gummy. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you gummy bastard. <laughs> gum- when, does the, when is the racism charming? Uh, usually never. It's when you get very confused about fighting, fighting the gummies. Wait, I thought we were fighting commies. No, we're fighting comedians. (laughs) Wow, Chuck Norris is really looking good now with his comedic abilities. Yes. (laughs) They call it the rainbow scare. Oh, my God. You suck so bad. (laughs) Shut up. Yeah. You suck so bad. Shut up over there. Quick, Sam, change the subject. (laughs) All right. um, So they're getting... Tell a worse joke like Gummy gummies versus the Swedish fish. Ooh, because Jumping here and there and everywhere, uh, we are the gummy bears. I like I like gummy bears. They're much better than Swedish fish, in my opinion. Uh, I don't really like any of it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sir are an asshole. How yeah. dare you not like them? All right, so we have no idea why they're getting chased. Just cause we find out. Oh, we yeah. do. I don't know why they're getting chased. Well, they get they. Get chased for quite a while, mm-hmm. and uh, they eventually crash into an oasis. Mm-hmm. They ju- jump the jeep right into a palm tree. Yep, and uh, that's when we are introduced to the, the general, general. Uh-huh. who is obviously Asian. Yes, like oh. General's chicken, like General Mao Zedong. He looks like he's from the People's Republic of China. He does. Well, he's got enough stuff. I mean, I've seen all of those decorations at my local Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's true. But then he can't be. Because he's chasing them through the desert uh-huh. with a gang of multi-ethnic uh, henchmen. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just a fan club that hates him. Maybe they just he went to Home Depot. <sighs> <laughs> God such damn an it! Ass. Hello, welcome to the racist podcast. <laughs> and he's still not as racist as this movie. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, why? So you know who's chasing them? Why? Oh, who knows? They've, That's what I'm saying. Exactly. We, don't, we don't know why they're getting No. Yeah, I have who. no idea why they even like the, staked him to the ground and made a whole scene out of it. Mm-hmm. I guess they're just, uh, they're adventurers and they go from place to place and they're not really concerned about the rules and etiquettes of the places yeah. that they go to. They just want to get their job done, which is mostly getting treasure. Yeah, they probably screwed the general over on a mm-hmm. boat deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So... Here's my question. There were a lot of opportunities for weaning, wiener sneaking. Wiener and, sneaking? Yeah. So you could look at people sneak to look at their wieners in this movie. And not once did they take advantage of it. So, well, I, I mean, that I'm kind of pervy. Maybe if I would have been back in the 80s, I'd be like, all right, and this is the point <laughs> where you, as General Trow, want to know if you're anything close uh, to Chuck Norris. So you sneak a peek so, at his weenie while he's tied up. So, what you're saying right now is the first scene of them trapped down, you're like, all right, other. Man on screen, mm-hmm. let's go get a look at those wieners. Yep. <laughs> that's uh, ja- in J- Jackie's opinion. That's what kept us from being like a really successful movie. Well, nobody, yeah. this is totally unbelievable. They're not looking They're at not- each other's wieners. <laughs> that would really happen. You'd be like, all right, we're going to leave you here to die right after we check out those wieners. Mm. <laughs> I okay. would have looked. Uh, I would like, you're Chuck Norris, right? Totally looking at your wiener. <laughs> Can we get the sketch artist over here? Yeah. I want to take a picture. He had a Polaroid. Yeah, dude, you just get your picture taken with it. You just put your face down there like, Chuck Norris wiener. Four, because you don't have to send them out to the photo booth that's going to keep the pictures of the wieners for themselves. Scan it and put it on Instagram. 
Yeah. Make it your Tinder profile picture. <laughs> Tinder profile picture. <laughs> Me next to a sweaty trouser snake. I'm always looking for exotic animals. Oh. So yeah, they're staked down, and uh, he gives them the a bottle of Perrier, and like, you will die of thirst, but in your hand is the very thing that can save you. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah, he's real. That that must have been a bad boat deal that they screwed <laughs> over the general on because he's pretty pissed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He also has a very formidable force of at least 13 people. Yes, indeed. Quite the general. <laughs> yes. I know sergeants in charge of more men, but he is the general. Maybe this was the weekend and everybody else was on leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He also has uh, some of those paper mache lamps on his <laughs> dune buggy. On his dune buggy. I thought that was awesome. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he takes off, and th- to get out of there, Chuck Norris crushes the per- Perrier bottle with just the strength of his hand, which would have just opened him up nice. Well, he A is bleeding. Not possible. No. B. Now he's bleeding to death. Now he's bleeding to death. Good job. But he doesn't. He uh, just gets a piece of glass and then cuts his ropes and. They get out, like, they don't even walk out of the desert. They just go straight to a bar. They say, I want to go to Tubbs's bar, whatever the hell it's called. And Norris is like, that's, or Louis Gossett Jr. is like, that's 5,000 miles from here. And then they're there. They're there. Okay, cool. They got out of that one yep. again. And this is probably my favorite Chuck Norris outfit, is the bar scene. Oh, really? The denim shirt rolled up to accentuate his muscles. The, uh... Go fuck yourself, cowboy, straw hat, and pair of tight pants. He looks like such a douchebag, but whatever. (laughs) So Patricia comes in. She uh, asks the bartender where she can get a couple good men because she's got stuff to do. And he's like, well, there's Home Depot or Uh, (laughs) there's these two idiots down here. Go uh, go talk to Chuck and... Or Lou and Max, tell them you're okay, and I'll I'll be like you're okay. Yeah, which are they the only guys there that do this sort of thing? I'm guessing. I don't think so. She's very vague. It's 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 less than vague. Well, she I need says a couple that they can't guys. be smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have to be brave, but can't be smart. I don't think anybody in that bar is smart. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, what's what's going to happen if they're smart? They'll think twice about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. They won't. They won't just say yes to adventure. So she needs a gullibles. I guess. Okay. All right. So she goes over there and tells them that she's got a treasure map mm-hmm. and that there's somebody else that's trying to get the treasure, a red cyclops. Yeah. Okay. They make fun of her. Uh-huh. A little bit, but they- uh, They're in. They're in. Yeah. Well, they get shot by an arrow and that totally changes their mind. Yeah. Once they realize mm. that there's that it is dangerous, there must be gold. Yeah. If mm-hmm. people are going to shoot at me, I, I believe that there's gold now. It's funny because this is one of those rare treasure map movies where we find out nothing about the treasure map. It's just they go places. We don't even see what the treasure map looks like. We see the outside of it once. Not at all. Can you think of another time where in a treasure map movie, they're not like, now it says walk 16 paces and look for the eye of Ra in the clouds or something like that. Some cryptic message that people have to decipher to find their next path. None of that happens. They just go from place to place to place. And ultimately, the treasure map at the beginning only leads them to the first cave. Uh After that, there's not even treasure maps. That's true. There's no, they're just like 
finding treasure on their own. If it wasn't in that cave, it's got to be somewhere else. That's what he says. And then she walks up to the wall, stabs it with a knife. She's like, we're going to sand here. All right. Let's, oh, man, we're jumping way ahead, but. I, there, there's no path of travel makes doesn't make sense. any sense nonsense i have no clue what the fuck is going on already when they <laughs> get to this fucking rock shit i'm like what's well, they, who's this guy yeah because they fast traveled again they're uh-huh. they're in the bar they're getting shot at they leave the bar it's the next day and they're on donkeys and they've got another guy there's another guy there who, who leaves who's some hispanic gentleman i think yeah, he we find out that he's a you know, he's he comes back to the movie later, so you find out that he's a trusted ish confidant of these uh treasure Dude, hunters. he's running the motel that they're staying at. Yeah. And guiding them, I guess, to uh, a- even though they have a map and Lewis Gossett Jr. is reading it. Uh-huh. And he's like, There it is. And then once he does that, the guy's like, Okay, I'm leaving. Well, the sacred ground, I can't go up there. F.A. <laughs> yeah, it's past two. I'm going to take a nap. I got to get back to El Guapo's. Uh, it's Taco Tuesday. So he leaves and they go up the side of the rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's, it, there's a sign. I mean, it is hollow or harrowed, hollowed ground, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's like some shitty Greek statue there's, up there. No, it it's was a, Jesus. I don't know. That was the no, Mother Mary. That was the Mother oh, Mary. Oh, was it? But it's it was one of those it, shitty ones like, that you find in like a garden. Exactly. Store. It does not look like native... American or even Mexican, something that would be on top of a mountain. It looks like something that would be in some dickhead's front yard. It is something that it was. It is one of the white statues that you get at a garden store. Uh-huh. They just stuck it on top of a, a big rock, and they're like, "Huh, this is sacred ground. This is very fitting for this yes. uh, treasure intrigue." Map. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so. <clears throat> They climb up these rocks, and they have a real hard time getting up there, except for Chuck Norris. He's fine. Uh, but once they're up there, he's like, nope. I knew it. There's no cave up here. <laughs> and then it, There's a fucking cave right cave there. right there. Like, it cuts to what he's looking at, and it's clearly a cave. It's very cavey. And she, uh, Patricia's character, goes, what's behind the tree? And yes, it is, but it's so much larger than the tree that you wouldn't even notice the tree because the cave is so big. <laughs> no, there's a cave in there. So they go in and she, this is what I'm talking about with her dialogue. And there's some other stuff that she says, but be be quiet in there because there's some old people sleeping. There might be some old people sleeping in here. What? We're not alone. There's old people sleeping. <laughs> So immediately Chuck Norris runs in there and he's like, hello, uh, yeah. hello, at the top of his lungs. Wouldn't you, if you're Chuck Norris, wouldn't you look at her and be like, what do you mean there's old people sleeping in here? Like old people, like they just come up here and start sleeping? Like, like it's like a retirement cave home? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, I mean dead people. Oh, that's something different. Yeah. Dead people aren't old people sleeping. They're dead people. Those are two different things. Two different things. things. Yeah. The it's not a riddle. What are you talking about, yeah. you stupid? <laughs> Legal secretary, <laughs> you're fired. No. You can't do this job. You don't know what. Yeah, all right. So she fucking like disappears into. She takes three steps backward yeah. and transports across the cave. Uh-huh. Things get really weird right here. Yeah. Very. This is, I think, when after the first two fast travels, you're like, this is not a, this is not a normal movie. Right. And when she steps, takes three steps backwards and transports apart across the cave for her zinger, mm-hmm. you're like, this is 
going to be one of the weirdest movies I've watched. Mm-hmm. This is a strange one. It's like this sequence of events is almost like going into the monolith. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Wait, what? What am I seeing? Whoa. Ah, whoa. Ah. Huh? Uh, oh. So when she walks backwards into the darkness, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever bad guy that's already sort of established himself is going to get her. Old people. It's the old people it's are going to get her. It's the old people or whatever. <laughs> uh, no, she just is all of a sudden on this big table. Uh-huh. Holding a skull on her face, using her sunglasses to make a joke. She's desecrated a dead person. Yes. To be funny. To be funny. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. And then they're like, oh, all right. And we found a cave painting that looks like it was done by kindergarten. Uh-huh, it's not. Uh-huh. It's bad. So she smashed. Oh, no. They get attacked by the natives. There's, yeah. There's all fucking of a sudden, Indian Aztecs guys show up. Aztecs no, in there. wait, wait. We find the knife. Mm-mm. Yes. No. Chuck Norris yet, goes. Yeah, but that's fine. It's very jumbled in here. So Yeah, I fine. thought that Chuck Norris was like, I bet you're not going to tell me anything because they're both looking at the painting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and it starts glowing and he drops it and then they find the knife yeah. and then that's when they start getting attacked. So does the knife glow? Enough that... Or is yeah. it just like the ruby gets some light on it and reflects no, it? Or the, does it actually glow? The knife, the ruby and the knife in one shot does glow. So it's, you see it. It is 100% magic. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, just to be clear. Either that or there was a man who was born with a golden knife in his head. <laughs> How'd that fucking knife get in his head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two explanations, one would be magic, the other would okay. be... Ah, yes, this man was born with a very ornate knife in his head. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Inside all of the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was still able to live a productive and successful life because he's buried- It's an adult man. He's an adult man, and uh, he's buried with honors, per se. Yes. So, uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> magic knife. The knife is too big to even fit in somebody's head. It's too big. It's a pretty knife. I like the knife. It's a good prop. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. okay. I liked it a lot, too. I could have gone for uh, for it to not have a gold blade and like one of those curly, squiggly snake blades, you know, like you always see in movies. Oh, yeah, the sacrificial blade. Yeah, sacrificial. Yeah. I wanted the ruby to shoot lasers, and that never Laser- happened. Laser shooting ruby would be also yeah. welcome. <clears throat> so they get attacked, and they have this big fucking fight, and first Chuck can't shoot shit because he can't shoot a gun very well, and then it's knives time, but he can use knives real well. He can chuck knives at people. That's because his name is Chuck. He's Chuck Chuck Knifes Norris. Chuck Knifes. Chuck Knifes. A little bit of karate. He shoots a shot out of the pistol and it ricochets all over the fucking cave. Yeah. I thought this was a good joke. I liked it. Oh, it stinks so bad. <laughs> it's, but it's uh, funny. Yeah, I think that it, there's when something, it's that rare point when something be- is so unfunny that it becomes funny again by how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And that it nailed it perfectly. I laughed because it was such a bad job at being funny. Hey, I got I got one for you. Okay. Uh, what do you call a deer with no eyes? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Lame. How long have you been saving that? Uh, when something so <laughs> not funny becomes... Yeah. That's no, still not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> um, okay, so she gets nabbed and taken outside by, like, the main head of the Indian guys. And... It's, he's, a, it's a bad set. He's like, what's he going to do with her out there? I'm not sure. Is he going to put things in he her? He has painted himself into a real corner. Or is he going to kill her? Find out later what she needs to do and why the main 
bad guy, if you can even call him that, uh-huh. needs her. Uh-huh. So when you think back to this moment, knowing what you know, having seen the whole film, you're like, what are you going to do? What up are there? you going to do up there? Well, <laughs> cause there's nothing unless there's like a giant bird that's going to come and pick them uh, both yeah, up. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe Q's going to show up because <laughs> of all of the uh, reptile helpers. Mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be any bird helpers. Mm-hmm. No. So, well, Chuck Norris shows the knife like he's going to chuck it at him. The the sacrificial or the the dagger, the gold dagger. And he's like, ah, and he just fucking jumps off Bails. the top of the mountain. Poorly. Yeah, poorly. Because he definitely landed on a tree with his butthole. Yeah. Yeah. He jumped. You got to do these. If they're a, a short jump, you got to just belly flop. Mm-hmm. There's a bag down there. Yeah, I want to land on my butt. We we can tell. You know, you're only matter. falling four feet. Just yeah, just oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> he just jumps and like kicks all like arms out, feet out, uh-huh. landing on a mattress four feet below the camera. It's a bad stunt. It's a bad one. Is that why they made this fucking bullshit set? Is just so that they could put a mattress down yeah. there for him to jump on? They made this set so that that guy could do the shittiest stunt ever. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Nice work. <laughs> it's like when you get Anthony Hopkins billed for doing his own stunts because he like jumps off of a golf cart that's moving at two miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Stunts, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit, buddy. <laughs> so they visit uh, Tall Eagle is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they ask him about the Firewalker because... Like this is their path to travel. Well, there's no treasure here. Let's go ask the local Indian guy that we know about Firewalker cuz he's going to know cuz they all are they're all the same. The Mexicans and the Indians and the Aztecs and the Mayans. <laughs> it's all, it's all the same. It's all the they're, same. Everybody who's not white is pretty much the same. Mystical. So they should know all the same stuff. Yeah. And okay. this is another opportunity for us to be completely racist mm-hmm. and stereotypical because okay. they give him a bottle of Jim Bean. Uh-huh. This is the first Jim Bean product placement. It, Jim Bean shows up throughout this thing. And he's like, ooh, snake bite. You can't make snake bite. Snake bites with bourbon. Mm. It's lemon and uh, Jeremiah weed. Ah, uh, well, either way. Or no. Jim Beam sucks. It's, a, it's, a, it's not Jeremiah Weed. I can't remember. It's something like Jeremiah Weed. I haven't had a snake bite in a long time. They're gross. Ah. Uh, it's well, like poison. Either way, I'm not. Jim Beam is not expensive. It's not. It's really cheap. With It's only Shitty three whiskey. years mm-hmm. age, too. It's like, here you go, buddy. Here's some bottom shelf stuff. James Babine. Oh, come on. It's one shelf off the bottom. It's one yeah. shelf off the bottom, mm-hmm. but still. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas. I guess, you know, if you're if you're treasure hunters, you know, you're bouncing from treasure to treasure. We're in between treasures right now. So funds Jim are Beam's, a little tight. What you get. Sorry. Yeah. That's all we can do. It's very nice that we even think of bringing you something. Tall eagle. <laughs> Just hanging out on his couch watching I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like this guy immediately, especially when he said, that was my wife. I just cut off her nose. He said that? Yeah. What about, about Lucille Ball? Lucille Ball, Ball huh? He's like, I don't know why she he puts up with her. If, if she was mine, I'd cut her nose off. What a fucking maniac. And then what happens after that? Have sex with the nostril hole. Ew. You're a maniac. You're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's yucky. That's yucky. How am I getting in trouble all the damn time with weirdo Jeffrey Dahmer sitting across from us? <laughs> Jesus. All right, so. He's like, oh, Firewalker flew to the sun and he walked around on it. No, wait a second. Oh, so that's first off, that. they're sitting in this guy's hut. Yeah, TP. 
No, he's they're sitting in a shack. Okay, well, oh, while he's yeah. watching TV, and then he's like, "Oh, you guys want to hear the Firewalker story?" Okay, well, everybody get up, <coughs> and we're gonna go to the fucking TP outside. Uh huh. Yeah, we gotta sit over here. Yeah, and we're gonna light a fire. It's probably like 500 degrees in there. Everybody looks like they're super uncomfortable, sweating their balls off. And it's really strange we- because he just says Firewalker flew to the sun, walked around a little bit, he walked on fire. We're and f- then they all just stand up and leave. Yeah. We're forgetting one of the really dumb points of the whole scene is when he becomes mystical and the fan and the red light turn oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the spirit of cash compels him. Because that's what happens in the story of the movie is he's like, we need... He's he's maneuvering for more cash. Uh-huh. And th- it's like the spirit has come. The spirit of cash? Indeed. Yeah. And they're like, okay, it's 20%. It's a... Uh... Chief Wells Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) One who keeps green pills in mattress. What? That's his Indian name. Green pills? Green bills. Oh, bills. That makes more sense. Yeah, I thought you said pills. Runs with war bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Dances with green backs. (laughs) (laughs) Ten point buck is really not a good joke. (laughs) Ten point Buck, dollar, deer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no idea. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Not twice with no idea. Oh, man, we got to move off of this first page of notes here. Um, yeah, he, so, It's vague, and he actually says, well, if I knew where the gold was, I'd get it myself. Yeah, I'm not helping you in any fucking in way. Any, also, anyway. watch out for coyotes. Okay. Will do. Sure. And then Nora's like, I'm not worried about coyotes. Like, he's upset. Like, oh, goddamn coyotes. Come on now. <laughs> Take care, tall eagle. <laughs> Next time we don't need information, we'll come see you. <laughs> yeah, but he does give Patricia a bag of, uh, what did he tell her? It was dirt. Magic beans. And bones. Bones and And dust. ash. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Where does she have this bag of dirt? Whatever. Throughout the whole movie. She, mm. You know what? I'll give her. She's always got something with pockets, so we don't have to worry about that. She sinks. And she's completely drenched in water twice. It's, it's magic. In a, it's in a skin calf bag, dude. Skin it's going to be fine. Skin calf. Skin calf. Like the sk- calf skin bag. Okay, calf skin. <laughs> that's what I meant. Skin calf. I skinned my calf. Oh. <laughs> that's where psychopaths who can't pronounce words right go to eat. They go to the skin calf. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want to go to the skin calf? No, I'm just going to hit the Mav. <laughs> Sandos. <laughs> they order up a leg fillet. Because uh, they can't pronounce words right. Yeah. I... So where do they go now? <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> okay, uh, uh, so they... They fast travel again right here, No, don't they, they just do the knife thing in the wall where it's like, the treasure's in San Miguel because it wasn't in that fucking cave. Oh, they go back to the hotel and mm-hmm. that's when you find out that the guy that just fucked off on the donkey is actually the hotel guy. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then they have, they, I guess they asked him about the tall eagle guy too. So they go back there uh-huh, uh-huh. and they're just going to get some sleep. But that's when we first get Sonny Thing, Lanham show up. Things get really, really weird. Really weird. What is the first thing that happens here? Is it the, the Native American girl walks into Chuck Norris's yeah. She knocks on the door. He he opens the door. And she's like, um, "Hello, I didn't order room service." Somebody, one eye, 
snake has made you a potion for your protection. I love potions. Yeah. Come on in. And then he starts making out with her. Uh Uh-huh. No, he... She, he drinks it, and then she starts making out with him, and then he passes out. Which, it, the way that that whole scene goes down, though, is like, this woman walks in, and he's like, hey, those better be roofies. Uh-huh. She's like, they are. Cool. All right. Get get those. Uh, uh, see I if need we those can, in my uh, belly. Get this. <laughs> it's, it's a race to see what happens first, boner or pass out. Uh-huh. Let's see how good these roofies are. Who's going to penetrate who? <laughs> uh, it's not me. <sighs> and Jungle... Tribal music. <laughs> Two guys. You got Tall Walker and Coyote. Or El Coyote and Tall Eagle. Tall Eagle. Are they? They're spirit fighting. They're spirit. Okay, so Tall Eagle's like, hey, stay away from Chuck Norris. No, he's waking up the blonde girl so she'll come and save, save Chuck him. Norris. Okay, all right. So yeah, like you see, you see Sunny Lanham and the snake over the fire first. Yeah, and he's just sh- shaking this snake over some fire. Which I mean, I guess means he's controlling her. Her because she turns into a snake. So here's a question, Jackie, because <laughs> you probably have a better grasp on this. Was she a snake person or a person snake? <laughs> I'm gonna go with snake person. So okay. she's a snake first, who becomes a person. Yeah. So maybe he yeah. was holding her up above the fire mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a snake, and uh, he's like, "All right, now that you're a sexy Indian lady, here's some jug of poison. Go to it." Uh-huh. And then he gets her brother, uh, Hammer the Snake, and he's like, all right, we're going to control your sister. And I swear to God, that that was a real snake, and it was alive. It was a real snake over fireworks. It was fucking dangerous. And I'm thinking to myself, that guy is going to fucking get bit. Like, that is fucking dangerous. He was holding it by its head, but it's not nice to the snake. No, that snake was pissed. Pissed. I mean, you could see its little body trying to kill him. It was trying to kill him. Yeah. If it was a bigger snake, it would be like, fuck you, buddy. I'm going to kill you. I hate you that much. But uh, so he's doing that magic, and then there's the counter magic, which is done poorly because it looks Ooh. as if Tall Eagle looks and sounds exactly like he is masturbating furiously, going to town on that dick. Just flap, 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 flap. That's whap, the whap, sound. Whap. And his face is—it's not good. I looked into his soul. Yeah, as he came, he vinegar strokes. Uh huh. All of it's happening. Bad shot, guys. Bad idea. Yeah. Because there's about 10 different bad shots of him. Their spirit battle, which is a guy shaking a snake and another guy shaking a snake. (laughs) 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 And one guy does a little better job shaking the snake. That's how he likes it. He wins. He doesn't pull on it. He shakes it. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's got their own, right? Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, buddy. Everybody's got their own moves. You get to town. (laughs) Stop shaking it. (laughs) All right, so it works. He wakes everybody up. Everybody masturbating, except for Chuck Norris. He doesn't wake him up. Yeah, well, the potions too. I think magic can overpower roofies. Wait, it's a magic roofie. It's a double whammy. Oh, yeah. All right. So she saves him, that and then kind she of a... gets in a fight with the with the squaw lady on top of Chuck Norris. Uh huh. Which this is was a funny. Great, great scene. And then he doesn't even move. I mean, like his facial expressions and everything—they don't change, and they are just falling on top of him. I would. I I bet you that was not a one taker. I bet you he lost it a few times. A few times, yeah. yeah. Giggling. 
I would have totally laughed more than once. They would have hated me. I can see Chuck Norris being a giggler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your butt hit my face again. (laughs) Let's check it out. Let's check it out, guys. (laughs) Where's where's San Pomona? I don't know. Let's check it out. Let's go check it out. We'll go talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... um, so she gets bonked by Leo. She he gets she gets pistol whipped. That's yeah. bonked. No, let's let's use the more solid term. Pistol, pistol whipped. whipped. It's, it's more severe than a bonking if you hit someone with yeah. a pistol. The results yeah. are the same. Uh, you can break you somebody's bonk skull. somebody with a you know wooden bowl. That's mm-hmm. a bonk. Okay, that's a good bonk. Pistol whip. You can put them. I mean, brain damage is sort of in the arena there. All of a sudden. Okay. All right. All right. Super bonked. <laughs> He's super bonked, sir. <laughs> At which point, uh, the hotel manager's like, cha-ching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just tosses her into a back room for later. For later. Yep. Is, like, best case, cleanest that we can possibly come up with here. He's going to contact the authorities. I don't think he's going he's to contact no. the authorities. Oh, how's this he gonna, is Mexico Rapeville. He doesn't have... There's no electricity at this place, no. Sam. You, he has... Yep, I caught you. That's best case scenario. Nefariously behaving in my establishment. The easiest that she's getting off is some good rapins. Mm -hmm. The worst is that she's now his slave. Uh Or starves to death. Or he forgets about her because he gets too drunk. That'd be terrible. Uh (laughs) Well, good for her. She's a snake person because she's now a snake. They can climb really well. Yeah. Snakes are actually really good climbers. Yeah. Well, you need something to climb up. She's just that on top just, of the like, roof. Hopped up there. Yeah. Maybe she <laughs> climbed up when she was a person and then turned into oh, a snake. Yeah, 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 okay. All right. And they also like, oh, she's gone, but they don't look around enough to notice a giant fucking snake on the roof. <laughs> hey, where'd that twelve uh, foot boa constrictor come from? Weird. Huh. Oh, they're everywhere down here. They're like chupacabra. Yeah. But then this is the probably the weirdest cut of all for me. Is they have they're you know, they're focused in on the snake, snake lady, right? sitting up there, and it's got its head all majestically up. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to a snake in a tree with the same stance uh-huh. and a plane flying in the background. And all I can think is they're using snake telepathy to let the eagle or El Coyote know where these people are going. They are. This is the snake patrol. What if the snake teleported into that tree? I don't think so. I think that he just has multiple. He's He can communicate with a lot of snakes. Okay. And there's, from this snake to the next snake, he's still snake patrolling him. All right, all right. But this is, unfortunately, the last we see of snake patrol. Yeah, all right. So they fly to San Miguel, and they get a hotel, and they hit the bar. This is fucking strange to me, because Chuck Norris comes in, he's got beers. He's got two beers, and he's like, it's a good thing we're using your money, because these are $20 drinks. It's a civil war, I guess. I don't know. No! At no point in the history of Central America has a fucking beer ever cost 20 You can't go to any place in the United States and get a beer for $20. No, I think he meant the round was $20. There's two beers! Two beers and like a whiskey drink, that whatever she's drinking. She's drinking beer! No, she's not. Mm, yeah. So they, she's been drinking. I think she drinks wine this entire movie. Okay. She, the, their weirdest exchange happens right before this. When they first get into town and they're in the cab, the military's patrolling the streets and she's taking pictures of them. Yes. And she turns to Chuck Norris and says, I think that's a good sign. And that the military's patrolling, martial law is not a good sign. And yelling at them. Yeah. Like, Faminos! 
rapido yeah get out of here before we shoot you she's like i think that's a good sign yeah and then he looks at her like you're an idiot Uh uh-huh and he like says something like let's check out the bar let's go check it out and then the whole time lewis gossett jr is sitting there like these people are idiots (laughs) and it's like the only self-aware moment in the entire film is leo's character just going what have I gotten myself into? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then they just go to the bar. Yeah, let's just go to the bar. Well, you know, and he also they he also uh, Chuck Norris calls her a fruitcake at the hotel once yeah. they get to the hotel. Yeah. She's a fruitcake. Do we, to, do we want to debate that? No. No. Okay. Uh, so he bribes some guy a hundo to give him information, like hundred dollars for US information American for information. I'll what. Uh, in 1922, uh, the United States stock market was booming. Who would have seen 1929? I'll take that $100 now. I gave you some information. He doesn't ask for like, hey, I, I need somebody who can guide us to where the treasure is. Or, hey, I need somebody who can explain Firewalker to us because we still don't fucking really get what's going on there. He's just like $100 for information. Some guy's like, oh, I can give you information. He has to really, he starts at 20 and has yeah. to make it up to 100. And it's Ian Abercrombie, who is a very familiar character actor. He shows up and he's the guy that's going to spill the beans. And he just tells him about the interior. He So they're like, we need to get to the interior. And he tells them that if so they that, go to the interior, there's a good guide there. But wait, we need if a we guide get there, to get to the guide. Then we're already there. Uh-huh. So why would, right? okay. Uh, okay. And then they argue about the money. Like mm-hmm. it's like, well, I get the money. Like, well, we got to know what we're getting. So then he gives out some names, and they give him the cash. So I don't think we should talk too much about this, but I do want to mention this. It's probably my favorite part of the entire movie. Is the bar fight? They this big Mexican guy starts a fight with Chuck Norris because I guess he just doesn't think he's very good looking. <laughs> There's a fight scene in the bar because they're at a page count that demands uh-huh. that there needs to be a Chuck Norris fight now. True, true. This was the best that they could come up with. Is some guy just comes in and starts making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. They wreck the entire fucking place. There's one table left. There's one table left. There's no windows. No. I don't think there's any doors left either. If if it's possible for a human to go through something, they go through it. Be it tables, bars, windows, mirrors, doors, anything. This is some of the worst shooting for editing that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? Because they shoot. They're trying to shoot in a way that you see him kick somebody and then they fly. Uh-huh. But they don't shoot it in a believable way. So the editor has nothing that he can do. Absolutely. There is there is no choices here. The editor has been painted into the corner by the people working on the movie. And so you see Nor- Norris kick a guy, and then it cuts to a shot of someone flying 13 feet. Uh-huh. And wiping out a window, a table, and they move about four inches in the first shot. Then they're flying. Yeah. It is awful. It's awesome. It is awesome, though. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I thought it was totally believable. I liked it. It's hilarious. It's not believable. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, Chuck Norris could totally do that. He's using his magic after the kicks. Well, yeah, it's Chuck Norris. He's got. He's probably carrying around this special dagger, and so that's giving him the power of super kicker. Is it opposite day? Because you're saying that this is believable <laughs> and that he's handsome and charming. <laughs> I just, what the hell is coming out of your mouth every time? So the next day, question mark, they take a train. They're dressed up as the papacy. <laughs> why would they do that? They're in disguise. But why? Nobody's looking for them other than a, a super powered guy. Well, there's a civil war happening. Yeah, and if you're associated, because Mexico is 
highly Catholic. San. This is Mexico. Her mom or San Far. Okay, so wherever this place is, uh-huh. it's highly Catholic. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh-huh. if you're part of the church, they're probably not going to harass you. Why would they harass them anyways? Because they're white. No, doesn't it, matter. The guy that they pay off says that they'll be shot by the military on site. He does? Yes. Oh, he said okay. they'll shoot you on All right. site. All right. Well, that so makes sense. So they go in disguise. Okay. Okay. They have these disguises, like They have them. Yeah. I wonder how many other disguises they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if they can, on that short notice, dress up like they're priests and a nun, uh-huh. that's that's got to be like down the bottom shelf stuff. Like they, That's got to be like five costumes in. Sure. Sure, sure. They have to have like 50 costumes. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, get on the train, and the train stops, and the military gets on, sure enough. And where is your papers? Bam! Shoots a guy. <laughs> okay. It, this is Point just blank strange. shoots this man. Point blank shoots him. Okay? Yes. So they're called in to administer the last rites for this guy. They're not, though. That's the worst part, is that the guy comes in, and he only says two words. Yeah. And it's like documentaro uh-huh. and rapido. Uh-huh. So he only asks for their documents and tells them to move fast. Right. He never. And then Louis Gossett Jr.'s uh, translating uh-huh. the, the things that are not being said, which turns into, we got to go this way. We have to follow him. Uh-huh. Then they get out there. The guy's dead. They're like, oh, we need to administer He's the last rites. He's not dead yet. I accused him of being a bad dead person because he was breathing. Uh-huh. Now, he's shot at point blank, and it's it's not like, hey, get out here. They take their time with bringing them out to administer the dead. I think he's fucking dead. This is a dead man. He huh. has been shot in the tummy, blood everywhere. There's not that much blood. There, there should be. Yeah. He was shot in the tummy at point blank with a fucking 45. He's dead. He is an ex-guy. Yeah. He should be, but he's not. He's been shot. It's well, he's supposed a to be dead. Superficial wound. Well, they don't know that yet because they have to. They argue for a while, then they end up finally doing fake last rites, which is stupid. Lewis Gossett Jr. doing pig Latin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get done with that. The document papers that they were looking for are hanging out of the front of his pants. Uh huh. Hey, they're right here. They were right there the whole time in that case. Oh, we should have waited for him to have a chance at getting those papers before we shot him in the tummy. His wife, who's crying, is like, here's the papers. You've killed a man, an innocent man, you bastards, all sorts of Uh uh horrible things. And (laughs) then all of a sudden, Louis Gossett Jr. starts uh, translating words that aren't even being said. Yeah. You notice when he's like, they found the papers. And then all of a sudden he just starts saying other stuff like, uh, it's a non-vital injury. He was shot in a non-vital area. He's going to be okay. Superficial wound. Superficial wound. No one's saying anything when he's saying all that stuff. Which means I I don't have a problem with that, Sam, because the film is stupid. Why I have a problem with this, that this man is dead. (laughs) Superficial. That means that it's only in the skin. Like it's the only downside to this wound is that there's going to be a scar. It's superficial. Yes. It's bullshit. There's not even really that anything to worry about. He was shot point blank with the 45. Superficial. Is he fucking Superman? Is his tummy invincible to bullets? Does Lewis Gossett Jr. not realize that he's a healer? The power of Christ compels you. The power of Pig Latin compels you. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. But they think, it's, oh, you're the best. Yeah. Will you bless me now, Chuck Norris? Sure. Uh, you are cool. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. See? And it's like... Everything has worked out. 
everybody is amicable. They're like, thumbs up. What about the murdered guy here? Superficial, he'll be fine. Superficial, he'll be fine. Do they invite the guy that shot him over for dinner? Because that's what it seems like where things are headed. Oh, no. I don't really... This is all bad. Like, when it comes... There's no sense of bad with the people that are acting on the screen. They're smiling and laughing and hugging. No, and then the guys that do the patrol for the train get off the train and like, oh, good, we didn't shoot that guy in accident. That was so wonderful. And then they give the report to their superior commander and he looks at them and goes, that's the biggest pooch screw in the history of trying to find people on the train. No one has ever fucked up searching the train as bad as you guys just fucked it up. Hooray! Hooray! But it's a miracle. It's a miracle I'm not shooting you right now. Oh, shit. So... So they make it to this town, wherever they're getting dropped off at, Cajal or something. And it's all fucking burned up. It's all been destroyed and shit. And they're like, well, where are we going to meet this guy now? Shit, I don't know. But they get chased by the soldiers that are now attacking everybody and uh, chased in a banana field. (laughs) Yeah. There's one guy in the town left. And so what he sees these guys, I'm going to ride them out. Yeah. You know what? Get out for number one. So they escape into the banana fields. She almost gets raped again. Yeah, well, again, when she almost Didn't get they raped. Get the handsy, night. the first bar. Yeah, yeah with the bar yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, she does. They knocked yeah. her out. They were gonna rape her then. Yeah, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. And you don't know what's happened. The first time she gets punched out in the cave, there could have been some raping. Might I mean, have been. Might have been. This is like the third time she almost gets raped. Yeah. Well, this guy's got his. He's got his fucking pants off already. But she was faking. She was gonna <laughs> shoot him. I guess. I guess. I don't know. This guy, I think, is the best actor in the movie. He, like, leans over and kisses her boob He place, smells her chest. And she falls to the ground. Yeah. It's very strange. But anyway, they're good. The brigands move on and they're uh, spend the night in the jungle. She eats a bunch of bananas. She eats a bunch of bananas. <laughs> She's got, like, it had to be, like, 48 pounds of bananas. Like, I don't even <laughs> really know how she got it. Like, who had to carry all those bananas? <laughs> Or plantains, they're green, who knows. She goes on like some vision trip with Firewater, uh, El Coyote's calling to her and is like, give me the knife, give it to me, I want it now. And so she almost gives it to him. I still don't know what's going to happen if she does. But uh, they wake up the next day and they, they've been robbed and nabbed. They're kidnapped by more military likes on their way to gang rape these guys are different (laughs) they're not uniforms so you know they're different guys but you expect worse this is yeah everybody's not feeling very good about this one like oh we're not making it out of here she's frightened uh led into a cabin with it's a hut all of the guys coming at like yeah 60 guys yeah uh chuck and leo are have their heads on a tree and they're gonna get get lopped and they show them with some cantaloupes or something yeah some large fruit of some sort. So things are looking pretty crappy. Uh, they don't have a way out, but then all of a sudden, dun, 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 John Reese Davies fucking shows <laughs> up. Oh, Jesus. And they're yeah. old pals. Ugh. These are John Reese Davies men. Sulla's guys. Actually, his name Cork. is Corky. Corky. Corky Taylor is his name. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> He's decided to lead the revolution. Okay, is he is he, is he from this place? No, he's an ex marine. He's wearing a marine's uniform. Okay, all right. So he's not from there. He's he was in the marines with Norris. Uh huh. Okay. Or with Max. Uh huh. He's uh, from the south, I think. As best we he's can. He's uh, supposed judge to his be from the south. Shitty accent. He's gonna be king of the country. How? What? No. 
No. That is not how shit fucking works. Uh, well, I was, you know, I was thinking about going back, you know, back to see my family, but um, I think I'm just going to be king. Yeah, I'm too good at killing people down here. Oh. They all love me. Well, I'll just be king. Just be king of San Pramurner. <laughs> and they're like, oh, cool. Right on. Let's have a big party. It's so good to see you. Everything is fine. Forget about what we ju- was just about to happen to us. Yes. What was just two of us with our heads on the ground, not attached to our bodies, and sperm all over the other one. Yeah. Uh, let's forget about that. It's cool. It's cool. Bruh. Yep. Your men are fucking psychopaths, but oh. we're idiots, so it's fine. Yeah. Let's get drunk. Have a dance in the rain. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how it goes down. There's romance blooming. Ugh. He gives he gives them a VW. It's his VW. Yeah. Hey, here you go. Have this VW and some chickens. <laughs> and a pig. Enjoy Why your trip. Did they do that? The chickens? Yeah, because he's like, oh, wait. And then they just stuff a chicken in there. It's like a couple. And there was already a pig inside of it. No, they get, they stuffed the pig in, too. None clue. What? Like presentations. Is it a joke? Or I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these chickens in this pig. I don't either. And it gets weirder. She yells that the pig, that Chuck Norris is disgusting. Yes. Because he has a pig. He's just holding it. And she tells him to stop being disgusting. That's disgusting. Stop being disgusting. What is he's he can't not hold the pig. Oh, I know what it is. She looked at his face. Stop. Stop. No, stop, no. stop that. That's disgusting. That's my face, lady. I know it's gross. Get it just, out of the car. Just You're... for that. I'm tossing this pig. <laughs> yeah. Stick your head out the window. Ugh, grody. <laughs> Black. <laughs> all so right. Then they toss all the animals out nah. like 10 feet away. Right. <sighs> Shenanigans. All right. So they uh, they camp out that night by Alligator Lake. It's a good place to fucking. They're right. They know that they're alligators. She's gonna take a bath, and he's like, "No, you can't do that. There's alligators in there," and uh, so she doesn't. But they set up camp. It's a, in alligator striking distance. They don't even really set up camp. They got a fire and they're sitting around and fucking kinda. Leo's washing dishes and like looking at them like, oh. <laughs> "Chomp is what's gonna happen." Yeah. You're going to get eaten by an alligator, dummies. Go out to that camp in that swamp. The gators will get you. <laughs> and sure enough, Leo's been eaten by an alligator. <laughs> There's blood. His glasses. And you're like, wait, that he just got eaten by an... He's just gone now? He's just been... He just got eaten by an alligator. Fuck. Okay. That's heavy. This trip's turning into a real bummer. Yeah, man. He's wanting to bail. She's like, no, we have to get that treasure. Why the hell does she want the treasure? She's a legal secretary. That is a shitty job. Oh, That's it's true. It's tr- tr- everybody Sam. wants the treasure. It's, it's a dumb question. Yeah. Why does she want the treasure? The only time I've ever asked a dumb question. Why would you oh, even want treasure? The, yep. You're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. The only time ever yeah. you've said something stupid. Well, like a question <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> What's someone's motivation Sam, to wanting treasure? Uh, a wise oh. man once told me there's no such thing as stupid questions. Yeah. Just stupid people. Um, and you are stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> The person that says there's no such thing as a stupid question has never heard the what's somebody's motivation for wanting treasure question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, the treasure would be the motivation (laughs) for wanting the treasure, I I suppose. So he flips out, has this big dramatic moment, tosses his hands in the air. These are sentences just (laughs) piled on top of each other. They don't have any meaning for emotional content or story. 
driving. It's just him saying things and kicking things. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very well played scene. Yeah. I totally <laughs> believed that he was upset about um, Leo. 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 <laughs> Being eaten by an alligator. Being eaten by an alligator. Hey, man, when you're an alligator swamp. Silently. Can an alligator eat an entire Louis Gossett Jr. in one sitting? Yeah, no. They drown you, and then they all eat you. Yeah. So the one one that kills you is probably only going to get like a quarter of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's probably only going to get like a limb. All right, so the next day they try to to cross fucking alligator river in a VW. Like, this is going to be a good place to cross. Well, let's do it here. Yeah. No, you can't cross... You can't cross a mud puddle in a VW. <laughs> no, but it's okay because it's his job to know. He says that. like, How do you know we can cross here? It's my job to know. Okay, well, you're not very good at your job because you just fucking sunk a Volkswagen. Real the car nice. is gone. All the way. They haven't even traveled half a day Fif- by car. At least 50 disguises down the drain. Now they have nothing. They have the clothes on their back and that is it. And a magic knife. And some magic dust. That, mm-hmm. Should be wet. Well, it's magic. Okay. Skin calf. So they find the temple. Oh, hey, that's handy. It's right next to where we sunk the car. It's just right over there. Let's go in. That mud puddle was a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tour buses <laughs> in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> we never made it to the temple. We all died in Alligator River. They go in. They're walking around, going through Secret Pass, and they walk into one. And sure shit... There's fucking Leo strung up from his hands. He's alive. Above boiling water? Is that what we're inferring here? You know what? I am going to assume that there's really just nothing wrong with this. They would have they've they went through amazing lengths to not fall. No one ever says that the water's dangerous. Right. It's kind of steamy. No one goes into it to nothing ever goes out. in it. Uh Sonny Landon doesn't say, oh, it's acid, mm-hmm. it's boiling, it's He's just going to drop them in there it, it with tied up. It could be just hot tub temperature. It probably is, but if you're tied up, you can still drown. That could be uh, that could be really relaxing and like loosen up your muscles and feel really good. Exfoliating. And, yeah, yeah. You got a little hanky-panky going on while Leo's strung up above you. That's weird. Huh. Just, you know, hot tubs. People like to get a little frisky in them. Frisky. A couple glasses of wine and uh, eat from the water. You have a little... Clam dinner. <laughs> oh my god. Clam dinner, huh? Oh, it's fucking weird. Okay. Um, yeah, that's super weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, Norris just looks at her while he's strung up there and goes, I can hold my breath for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's one minute too long. <laughs> so, uh, El Coyote. He starts like lowering him, like, ooh, gonna put him in the water. And Chuck is like, no, don't do that. So they eventually, long story short, after this negotiation phase, they trade the dagger for everybody's safety to kind of. El Coyote. But Chuck eventually gets mad and throws the dagger at uh, El Coyote, but he catches it in midair right in front of his heart. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So he floods the chamber, and Patricia gets locked outside, and they're all gonna drown, I guess. And. No, they're not going to drown. They're just locked in there. The water never starts rising. This is the least amount of peril that two adventurers have ever been in. And it's easily the worst escape, successful escape. Mm -hmm. Because there's worse escapes where you die. Mm -hmm. This is the worst successful escape from an area I have ever seen. It takes them like four minutes to get out of this cave. And half of it, they're just hugging each other, hanging from a rope, swinging back and forth. Does he have more knives? He should. And he can just chuck knives at anything. 
just stand on the, just chuck a knife at the rope. I guess he would fall into the hot tub water. I don't know. So he, what he does is he takes a running leap and jumps onto <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips, Louis Gossett Jr. And then they swing back and forth and yell at each other uh-huh. for a good four minutes. <laughs> And the only reason it works is because the rope is so poorly made that it severs itself against its anchor. Yeah, causing Lewis Gossett Jr. to crush his nuts. He lands <laughs> on a rock square in the ball. It is just spread eagle. <laughs> oh. It wasn't like he hits his nuts while the rest of him hits the ground. The only contact that is made between the earth and him is on his testicles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They suffer all of gravity's revenge. <laughs> You should look up to find out if he had children after this movie. Yes, that's a good question. Because those might not ever work again. Those are broken balls. God damn it. So Patricia gets nabbed, and she's going to get sacrificed with the with the holy blade, I guess, now. Yeah, but they give her a cool outfit. Yeah. yeah. Put this on. That takes too long to put this on. Oh, put this on. Oh, put this on. He says it like five times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's already in a trance. She should just be like, okay, fine. Whatever. It's your your party, buddy. Yeah. And then the, the boys have climbed out of the chamber, like hanging up yeah. upside down from the ceiling. Again, with the worst escape, it's like they finally get off the rope, and now they're still jerking around in the goddamn cave. They're, they're climbing. Cave? They're climbing around the cave now. Like, oh, my God, you're still in the fucking cave. Uh-huh. You guys cannot escape this fucking thing. <laughs> this is an action movie. You've been in this cave for eight minutes. Well, El Coyote's about to stab Patricia, but Chuck runs in and shoots him right in the chest. He's dead. Oh, nice. my gosh. One shot he makes. Yeah, it's the one he got. I actually hit him. How about that? And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm going to stick the knife into the top of this altar. And sure as shit, it's a secret passageway that leads to the treasure. So much treasure. There's a lot of treasure. Lots and lots of treasure. Whose treasure is this? I, it seems like it's... I think it's the Firewalkers, isn't it? There's the Aztecs. There's the Egyptians. I saw just sort of like a, I think there was a probably circa 1920 Tiffany's lamp down there. Um, mm-hmm. There's the Tierra for Miss America. Right. The uh, One of the treasure chests from the Black Pearl. Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Fort Knox gold bars. Uh, the One Ring to rule them all. Is there? Yeah. If I would have been in there, I would have Scrooge McDucked it. I would have, I would have just laid down in the treasure and then just did snow angels. So you're there was saying, a leprechaun pot of gold in there too. Yeah, absolutely. You're saying that this is the Firewalker's treasure. That's what I thought it was. The, what the is Firewalker went up to the sun, walked around, and then found some treasure up there, and then brought it back. I think that people probably brought it to him to worship him. Mm. Okay. Sure. And then before the civilization died, it was all put into this one room for the Firewalker okay. and sealed off. All right. That's not a bad theory, Jake. Well, let's just go with it. It's the Firewalker. Sure, why not? Yeah. So they pack about four bags of this shit out of there. Yeah. not They get about 8% of the treasure, not, which not, is still a lot of treasure. It's still a lot of treasure, but dude, come on. You got to have a better plan than this. Just We'll just fill up these you, potato sacks with treasure, and that's... This isn't no. Indiana Jones. It's contemporary. Uh-huh. You got to know a guy with a helicopter if yep. you're a treasure hunter. Yeah, absolutely. And he gets cut in 5% or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to fucking make some screwy deal once you're in the chopper. Like, oh, well, it's now 10%. You're like, fuck. You're always grinding me, Pete. But I think Busting it's my balls. Busting my balls. Either way, you end up with more money knowing Pete than just making off with two bags of it. Yeah, they, they're not, they're not going to... Four bags, come on. I don't know. Helicopters have weight limits. So yeah, they can make but, multiple trips. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to get it all in one trip. No. So, but you can so what? take a five trips. 
gas doesn't cost as much as the goddamn treasure. That treasure was a lot of treasure. How are they going to... They don't even have transportation from this temple to wherever they're going. Does it matter? No, because then we just cut to the hotel scene. They can yeah. fast travel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, well they before that, Al Coyote attacks, to the, too. Yeah. Al Coyote's not dead. No, he's not. And he has really mastered... Because he kills Ian Abercrombie with a face smash earlier. Mm-hmm. Then we find out that's kind of his move because he grabs after he knocks down uh, Max, he grabs Lou, wait, Leo, Leo and starts smashing his face. And it looks uh-huh. like he's about to die from being face smashed. Face smashed, yeah. Before Norris gets up and sort of kicks him in the side. Face smasher. No, P- Patty, she stabs him in the no, back. No, that's not yet. Oh. Norris kicks him off of uh, Louis Gossett Jr. And LGJ. then they fight for a while. He realizes he's super powered. He's not going to beat him up. Okay. That's when Patricia stabs him. I thought Chuck Norris got the face mash too. He, he was did. getting face mashed, yeah. and then here comes Patricia, knife in the back, mm-hmm. which makes him human. Doesn't does it? It makes him he can hurt now. Because the the finisher is just Chuck Norris kicks him in the face, and he's down. He kicks him a lot though, uh. and then eventually the slow motion roundhouse. Uh-huh. It's it's the end of every episode of Walker Texas Ranger. Sure, puts him down. Permanently. Yeah. Yep. A bullet and a knife couldn't do, I guess. No, it's a bill. Well, she sprinkles that powder on top of him, and he basically explodes in flame. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Fast travel. Fast travel to the vacation spot, and uh, they're having drinks and dinner, and hey, pass me that champagne, bud. And uh, pan up to, oh, no, the bartender's the general from before. Good to see you guys, gentlemen. Uh, we meet again. <laughs> we meet again. Uh, so stupid. Credits. Where do the questions end? <laughs> I only got one. I only Whoa. wrote down four. I've got 20. Jackie, you only got one. Why don't we just get yours out of the way? Okay. <clears throat> so how long before they ditch the lady? Because there are a lot of uh, scenes, right, where Chuck Norris and her were going to kiss. Uh-huh. And then he just kind of turns away. Uh-huh. And they don't kiss, and I thought that was super they do, weird. They do eventually kiss, though. They, yeah, but they kiss, but then he does it again. Yeah, and like the mm-hmm. next scene where he doesn't, he doesn't want to kiss her, so he just doesn't. I think it's that she doesn't want to kiss him because he's fucking Chuck Norris and he's grody. So anyway, there's a lot of those missed opportunities of the the kissing scenes that should have happened that don't. So I'm kind of thinking that he's gonna get rid of her pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she's gonna. It's not a. It's not a trio. Three's a crowd. Yeah. Uh, for especially when it comes to treasure hunters, you know. Uh, I think they can afford uh, some high end escorts now if they ever need uh, the companionship of women. They had said in the movie that there's gonna be a lot of women. A lot of women in there fun times ahead yes. so i would be willing to say that whatever the general has in store they're not even going to make it to dessert she's going to be like you know what i'm out this is this isn't my bag I'm yeah out. i think that this is the breakfast the morning after mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah they're gonna she's it's amicable it's over it's yeah. over already uh she had that adventure sex that she wanted mm-hmm. she's rich now she can go do whatever in all reality, she wants nothing to do with those two. No, no, she does not. They are that treasure. They're gonna burn that shit up. What do you think? Well, they both got one bag of treasure. They both got two. She got one. Okay. I mean, maybe they split it evenly, but yeah. it's enough to live the rest of your life on. I bet those guys go through it in ten months. I would say, t- yeah, less than a year. They're already uh, they're flat broke again. Unless the nearest escapade with the general puts them right back to square one. Mm, that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, before the end of the day. Yes. 
Sam? Where is the general from? <laughs> What's the general's deal? What is the deal with the general? What's his beef with these guys? I'm thinking it's a boat deal. Yeah, could be a boat deal. Poker deal gone wrong, maybe? Like, uh, they bet uh, the Millennium Falcon, and it... Uh, so he can't be an acting general anymore. He has to be a former general. I think that's the deal. Okay. Right. I think what happened was is that he got screw- so screwed by these guys that he's lost his command, and mm-hmm. now he's basically a, a glorified pirate, and he's got a permanent beef with these two knuckleheads. And, and after the last job, he ended up working as a bartender to fill in, you know, fill in the gaps in his income. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got pills to pay. You know. That's a pretty sweet place. Yeah, I mean, well, I, if you're going to be a bartender, tips. I'd mm-hmm. be a bartender there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Good tips. All right. Well, I, the biggest question. Sure. What's El Coyote's fucking deal, man? Yeah. So this was, I have the same question, but I phrased it differently. So Coyote becomes the Firewalker. Does he? No, let's say he does. Right, that's his goal? Then yeah. what? So it all works out on his end instead of the way it works out. Then what? Uh, he walks into the sky? He walks into the sky and walks around the sun. Okay? And then what? Have a good time. I guess. Bye-bye. Bye. You, you, you have to kill this lady to do that? Send us a postcard. I think I can get you there with this bag of fungus. <laughs> I don't know what his character motivations are at any point in time. No. And what's the deal with the knife? Does he want the knife? Does he not want the white knife? Because he's he afraid the, of it. He needs the knife to kill the girl so he can become the firewalker. Is He's not human, though. Is he? He's already got magic powers. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah, he's a shaman of some kind. Is he? Or I thought he was like a spirit already. No, he's a shaman. Huh. The same thing as Tall Eagle. Really? I don't know. That's actually, that makes it more confusing to me. Uh, Yeah, I got nothing to do. I don't know what fucking El Coyote's deal is. I don't know what the fucking Firewalker is. Yeah, there's no Firewalker in this movie called Firewalker. That never happens. That's always good when they they bone you like that. Damn. Was John Reese Davies Southern Marine the biggest invented character fail that you've ever seen? What do you mean, invented character? So, like, all right, come up with your character, John Reese Davies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You come up with this and we'll do it. He (coughs) couldn't hold his accent. Why wouldn't he be Mexican? The guy is English. Just let him be English. Sure, or whatever. But why Southern guy? That's not his thing. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, Let him be Sala, for fuck's sake. I guess. Anything. Why is he quirky? King Corky. King Corky. That's it's kind like, of got a nice ring to that's it. That's like Emperor Duddits. <laughs> King Corky sucks. <laughs> Emperor Grand Regent Emperor Duddits. Who's Duddits? This is he only say that? Yeah, he only says that. He really doesn't say anything else? Yeah. Why is he the Emperor? Yeah, slow week. <laughs> King Corky. King, and he's got corks hanging from his hat. God. It's like his theme. Because it's my name. I'm Corky. Ah. <laughs> from the South. It, uh. I'm going to be king someday. Oh, it's awful. King of lies. <laughs> king of lies. You're not. What are you the king of? Mexico? Shithole stand. Is. Is San Fernando San Strummy? Is that a town? I or think a it's country. 
a country. There were some other fake countries around it on that same map. They go to San Miguel, though. They're like, hey, we've arrived in San Miguel. When they take the plane, like, we're taking the plane to San Miguel. Like, it's a city. That... Ah, fuck. All right. So, so El Coyote came down while Leo was washing dishes, kidnapped him, then took him to his cave and hung him up in above hot water all night long there's a good i would assume that they sort of played cards okay until there's it's like an 18 hour period Mm -hmm. he would not do okay if he was hung up the whole time No, his arms would come off and he would probably came to a gentleman's arrangement where it's like i'm obviously not going to escape from you because you're a weird magic dude yeah magic powers um we're both going to be here for a while Mm -hmm. so we should just probably play cards pinnacle yeah. Liar's poker. No, yeah. you can't play that for that long. You'd have to... Better call Corky. Better call Corky. He's the king of lies! <laughs> <laughs> it's... Really? He didn't get eaten by an alligator? He's just been kidnapped? You know he can't be eaten by an alligator because it's too much of like a... Louis Gossett Jr. just disappeared. Had that been the end of him, it would have been the, the worst getting rid of a character ever. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like, well, he must have just walked off the set, and this is where they were at, so... He's not in the movie anymore. Indeed. Why do you think El Coyote gave up on the snake patrol? And I'm prefacing this because (laughs) in the middle of the desert, he's using boa constrictor snake patrols. And when they get to the jungle, you would think that's when snake patrol would really very helpful be in like its element. Like snake Uh patrol would be. And that's he stops then. Like. We don't even need alligators. We can just have boa constrictors crush these people to death while they're sleeping. They're everywhere down there. And no one would think that it was magic because it's the fucking jungle. Yeah, it's full of giant snakes that you can control because you're a coyote. Maybe he's also able to control the alligators, though, because they're both reptiles. I guess. Which he doesn't do a very good job of controlling because Louis Gossett Jr. does not get eaten by an alligator. No, he doesn't. That's what I would have done. Um... Yeah. I would I would make if I was magic I would just make the alligators fly. <laughs> That's so just what like, you would just do. Just a hazard of fly. Like, how long do you think those three would have lasted against flying alligators? <laughs> Twelve <laughs> seconds. Nobody's going to last against flying alligators. My last question. Or okay. you, you go ahead. Okay. Why is he a? Co- he never does anything that's coyote like. I don't. It's know. all reptile shit. They should. Yeah. It should have been the snake or something. Coyote. El Coyote. El Coyote. I didn't even realize that he was El Coyote until the film was over, and I had to look it up on IMDb because I remember the coyote warning, but I just kept expecting actual coyotes to attack them because he's a snake man. He's a snake guy. Yeah. Well, maybe El Snake was already taken. <laughs> El Snake is already taken. Yeah, El Snake doesn't sound as good as El Coyote. He's like, no, El Snake was in the Conan movie. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta do something else. All right, Coyote, fine, that's good enough. So part of the deal with Tall Eagle, okay, is that he, flap, 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 flap. <laughs> was willing to help them and give them information in exchange for twenty percent of the profits if the information led them to something. Does he get his 20%? Did. Again, with these guys, I think they had the best of intentions to cut him in on the deal, mm-hmm. but they already spazzed it in the misadventure involving the general at the bar. Okay. So he's just sort of shit out of luck with everybody else except for the gal who goes back and invests it responsibly. So he gets her 
No, she just leaves with her money. They were supposed to cut him in. They lost his end of it. It's a bad deal. Tall Eagle has superpowers. Sure. Is Tall Eagle a spirit of vengeance? Does he go after their asses until they pay that 20 fucking percent? Or do they? does he even help? Does he lead them to the treasure? Because that's part of the other part of the negotiation. I can't tell if he helped them. I know he helped them with the one spot, but. Yeah, I, I think that she pays her 20% to him because of the little bag of crap. Oh, yeah. The bag of crap did yeah, come in handy. True. Yeah. The unless it bag. didn't. Unless Sam's right and the knife causes El Coyote to become mortal and then Chuck Norris punches him, kicks him to death. The bag of stuff just made for a nice well, Viking funeral. You know, it's. I think it's a very good making sure. Okay. You double tap. All right. right. Sure. All right. I, I don't know if it's worth 20% of the fucking fortune for. No, but I mean, they did. he did save the lives of them by masturbating. So It's also helpful. But they don't know that. And that's true. Yeah. That's sort of a... Uh, you could write him a letter. It could be, uh, you know, like, uh, my attorney needs to talk to you about something. You owe us 20% because I beat off yeah. for your safety. I actually... Do you think he even remembers? Because <laughs> he forgets stuff in the middle of scenes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm... All right. Final recommendations on the film. Jackie? Do it. I you super liked it. You liked it? All right. What'd you like about it? I just thought it was quirky and kind of fun, and I liked the hard cuts to the next scene. It's like, oh, we're not going to address that. Yeah. Just on to the next thing. Okay. And I thought that it moved pretty good. Okay. All right. Sammy? Yeah, I, I the same recommendation would be because of how they did everything they could to keep the thing moving, and one of the things they did is cut it into an incomprehensible mess. Mm -hmm. The only parts that drag are the parts that you couldn't do anything about, like them trying to escape from the cave because it's just like such a bad execution of storytelling. Like it's written long, it's shot long, they can't escape the cave, yeah. they're still yeah. in the goddamn cave, which ends up being funny, I think. Mm -hmm. So even though it had potential, I think about 15 minutes through, I was like, this could be, this could be really be something and it doesn't end up getting anywhere close to like a Hall of Fame or anything, right. but it was a good time. I'm going to say exactly the same thing, except for I'm going to be a little bit harsher. Yeah. I think that the middle section drug for me, I didn't move. I could have gone without Sala completely. Um, I could have gone out, gone without the banana field incident completely. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't enjoy either of those sequences. But when it starts, I was like, uh oh, this may be my favorite Chuck Norris movie, but it is now not. Delta Force yeah. is still better than this one. But yeah, definite two. Um, not it's it's good, not great. Yeah, but a lot of fun. Next up is Jackie Lulu's pick. You got a clue? You uh, skipped glitter for uh, Dreamer. You want to go back to the glitter, or you got something else in mind? Glitter. glitter. Okay, we're doing glitter next week. Oh, boy. Should be not a lot of fun, but no. uh, we'll see. Come back to us on Friday for the prelude episode to glitter. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper. <laughs> there are too many I'm sorry, I didn't there are too many he's, was... he's like there's so many feet to lick <laughs> he's just alternating licking feet i clocked him once i was like you know what i'm just gonna let him play this out 12 and a half minutes he licked my foot it's <laughs> <laughs> a really long time Dude, to lick somebody's foot really obsessed with licking feet